You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Hallelujah. You're welcome. It's good to be together again. We've been fasting and praying. Today is day 14. It's as if some people are putting on weight. Can you explain the mystery of your fast to me this morning? Come on. (laughs) Miracles are happening. Hallelujah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, spiritually you're getting fatter, you are getting stronger, you're getting richer, amen, you're developing some spiritual muscles, hallelujah, wonderful, how many people have been having a great time this fast? Somebody was saying to me, it's been so easy. <laughs> Some other people they say the body is like, hey, please finish quickly. <laughs> Let's get back to the normal routine. But it's good, it's good, it's good to make time to wait upon the Lord. It's good to 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 subdue your body. Humble it. Amen. Yeah. You know, your body can be very powerful. The, the energy in that body, I'm telling you, it's incredible. So, from time to time, you bring it under subjection. You discipline it. And that's what fasting does. Then it releases your spirit and helps your spirit to gain dominance over your flesh over your sinful nature all right but before we go into the word i want to take a testimony how many people love testimonies popping like popcorn (laughs) say miracles are popping like popcorn amen pop 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 yes so I want to take a testimony, but this time around is for my wife. She is a miracle. <laughs> so. Hallelujah. Um, I want to testify for a while now. I've been having like... Um, shoulder pains and knee pains, but it was very mild. So you know how you have those mild pains you just put aside and you just continue what you're doing. Uh, But I also just, I think even into the crossover, I had jaw pains again. Um, The doctor had said that I had what they call TMJ, temporal, whatever, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's it's a very painful situation when the pain comes on. 
you know. So I was having that, and then the shoulder and the knee intensified for some reason. It just, and I was like, is it age? I, I, I don't think I'm that old. No. You know? Yeah, I was like, what is happening? And so when I'm, I'm most of the time sleeping, lying on one side, and he can testify, I'm in pain when I'm, I lie, or when I want to turn, I'm like, oh, you hear me groan when I'm turning, because that's how intense the pain became. And then my knees as well, when I stand up, I have to like, first praise the Lord before I can move because of the pain. On the first day, so yeah, so it really intensified. I didn't want to say, I didn't say anything to the doctor I did because I have a phobia for hospitals. So I don't like saying, oh, this is happening because they'll say, come to the hospital. I, I don't go to hospitals. <laughs> so uh, on the first day of the fast, pastor was talking on Pentecost and then he spoke about, he just talked about the spirit. He said, we should pray, you know, the Holy Spirit coming upon us again and clothing us with power and all of that. And I prayed, and I believe something happened then. I didn't even think of sickness or anything. That wasn't on my agenda for that evening. I just needed the Holy Spirit, of fresh outpouring. And by evening, I realized I was the one taking the prayer the next day. You know, so I thought, oh, let me go uh, through this. Um, no, it was the next day that I remembered. But by evening, I think I had, I, I, looked, at my, um, I looked at my notes or something. I was like, hmm. And the Holy Spirit reminded me, he just said to me, he said, do you realize you're healed? And I realized, and, and I said to him, I said, I'm healed. My jaw, my shoulder, my knees. You need to see how I walk these days. Now, if you don't know what I was going through, you won't even understand how fantastic this is. That when I get up from bed, I just walk. I don't get up and stand. I walk, and from the crown of my head to the sole of my feet, and the Lord said something to me. He said, even the things you didn't know, inside, your organs, all of that, he says, I've touched everything. So, I have been made completely whole. First day of miracles, and I had a complete overhaul. And, I, and every morning, like, well, not every, most mornings I wake up, and I turn to pastor and I say, oh, I have a testimony. And he's like, oh, okay, because he thinks God has done something else. I says, there was a time I couldn't lie on this side, but now I can lie on that side. And the next day I wake up again, I says, I have a testimony. He says, what is it? I said, there was a time I had to wait first before I walk, but now I get up and I walk. And I kept sharing and I've been overcoming the enemy by the word of my testimony. And I want to just say one more thing. After this happened to me, I remembered a sister of mine, a lady, you know, um, who has been having intense pain as well, leg pain. And I promise you, hers was far worse than mine because she hasn't been able to walk. You know, she really struggles to walk. And I remembered what the Lord did for me. And I remember that on the second day of the fast, he, say, he said, I send my word. Who do I send it through? I can send it through you. So I decided, ah, I'm a sender of his word. I better send the word of healing there. And so I sent the word of healing. I called her and I said, this is what the Lord did. I send the word of healing to you now. I command that pain to go. 
and I declare you healed in the name of Jesus. And she starts laughing, and she's laughing, and she's laughing, and then she says, because first of all, sorry, I called her the first time, and she didn't take the call, and then she called me back. And she says, I was in hospital at the time you called me. So she started laughing, and she says, while you were praying for me, I just started running. Someone who has not been walking, she started running. And she did not stop running, so I stayed on that phone with her. And she kept running until she was, she says, I'm sweating. This is an exercise I haven't had. I don't know last time I even sweated because I have not been walking. How much more running? Miracles are happening. They are popping like popcorn. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Give him praise, give him praise, give him glory. Hallelujah. We worship you. Hallelujah. It's rising, it's increasing. It will continue to increase and it will continue to increase and increase and increase until it becomes the norm. Amen. It will not be strange for any of us to work miracles anymore. Hallelujah. Because we're equipping you for that. You're going to live a different type of life. You'll be a different type of Christian. Not just a Christian, you will be a king. Hallelujah. Amen. You will rule. You will dominate. You will determine how things should go. Rather than being a victim of circumstances. That time is over. Turn to your neighbor and say, that time is over. Hallelujah. Yes. I've got my MSc, Master Over Circumstances. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. You can, give, you can use that one. Amen. <laughs> yeah, you've got, you've got a Master Over Circumstances now. Wherever you go, you will master that situation. Amen. Yeah, the Word of God. It's true. Amen. God is true. Amen. He's not a man that he should lie. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He, he will never lie. He will never lie. He cannot lie. You know why he cannot lie? It's not his language. Amen. Amen. My Lord, thank you, Jesus. Just lift up your hand and say, Lord, I thank you for anointing me for the supernatural. I thank you for transitioning me from the ordinary life to an extraordinary life. I thank you for enabling me to do the unimaginable in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Glory, glory. Now, I want to help you. I want to help you to transition. Okay? Last week we started talking about your mind, your thinking, how, you, how, how the enemy plays games and, and, and how, we are, how we are trained and educated to be limited. Yeah. Did you, did, didn't you know that? You have been educated to be limited. 
Yeah. So you have been trained and conditioned to accept certain things. And you've taken them as normal. You have believed that that's, that's how life should be. You heard that testimony. I mean, that's a mind-blowing testimony. Because I know the pains she used to go through. In fact, the pain used to get so terrible that I walk out, I can't, I can't handle it. Yeah. It's real. But you see, it got to a point that she got hold of the power of God. And the pain could not stand. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And there's nothing in your life that is more powerful than the Word of God. There is no power greater than the power of God. Do you understand? Amen. Yeah. He spoke, and the universe came into existence. So what makes you think that he cannot make your life new? What makes you think that? Let's look at Romans. Let's start from Romans, okay? Should we start from Romans? Okay, let's start from there. No, let's not start from there. <laughs> let's go to Ephesians. Yes. Should we do Ephesians? <laughs> Let's go to 2 Corinthians. We'll come back, I promise. If the Spirit permits. 2 <laughs> Corinthians chapter 10. No, sorry, chapter 4. Yeah. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. He says, But even if our gospel, the word gospel is... Evangelion, evangelion, which means good news. Okay? So even if our good news is covered, if it is hidden, if it appears to be a mystery, okay? If it appears not to be real, if it appears not to be real, if it appears not to be possible, Do you understand? Even if it, if, if it appears not to be possible, 
it is veiled. It is veiled. It is shrouded. It is covered. I don't know how, how does the Amplified put that? Somebody help me open Amplified. Let me give you the microphone so that you can sound anointed. <laughs> but even if our gospel is in the same sense hidden behind a veil, it is hidden only to those who are perishing. Can you see that? You see, sometimes... Certain things, we're not experiencing certain things not because they are not there. Are you following me? It's not because we're not there. We're not experiencing the supernatural not because it's not there. We're not experiencing miracles not because miracles are not there. they are not there. No, they are there but they are hidden. There is somebody hiding it from you. There is somebody hiding the truth from you. There is somebody that doesn't want you to know the secret. Yeah. There is somebody, I was talking to somebody no, a friend, and we're just talking, and you know, some of these fat, smart Europeans um, who are too smart to believe in God. I say, Look, Jesus is real. They say, Ah, no, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll, I was raised in church, but you know, I don't, are those things real? I said, are they real? I said, of course they are. But she couldn't see that there is more. And I said, pray, I said, Lord, give me an opportunity to perform a miracle in this one's life. Yeah. Then after that, we'll come back to that conversation. Because there are some conversations that there's no need for argument. Do you understand? All the people you have spoken to about God before, this year is their year. Amen. Do, do, do you understand me? This year, come on, this year is their year. You are going to go back to them, but this time with power. You go back to them and remove that veil. Yeah. Even if the gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. Whose what? Minds. Did you notice that? It is veiled. In other words, they are not able to see. But where is he working? Can you see that? He is working in the mind. 
Okay? Whose minds the God of this age has blinded. So, the God of this age is busy blinding people, including Christians, including believers. He is blinding people. That is his ministry, the ministry of blindness. So, he has blinded the the, he has blinded them. Okay? Lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. So the reason for the blindness, the reason for the extra effort he puts in, is to keep people from seeing the light of the glory. That's why he comes up with some theological nonsense sometimes. Okay? To tell you things like, you know, but Paul, even Apostle Paul was sick. And when he prayed and told God to take it away, God says, my grace is sufficient for you. Tell someone that's hogwash. Yeah. He says, no, Paul had a thorn in his flesh, and that thorn in his flesh was, uh, was glaucoma or something. He couldn't see his eyes, you know. And, 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 and they come up with some very intelligent explanations of nonsense. Yeah. Why would they go that length? Why would he go that length? So that he can blind people. To say, well, my case is like that of Paul. I have the grace to endure this pain. I have the grace to carry this. It keeps me humble. Listen, you don't need the devil to make you humble. Do you understand me? You just humble yourself. You don't need devil to help you. Come on. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. That's what the Bible says. So you don't need the devil to make you humble. Are you Paul? But even Paul was not, it, it, it was not sickness. The thorn in the flesh was not sickness. So those of you that read some fantastic commentaries that have those kind of things, God bless your heart. Yeah. So the, he, 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 is, he takes time to try to blind us. There are things that God has made available for you. There are things that God has given to you. There is even who God has made you to be. But guess what? He blinds you to that. And he uses everything within his means to keep you in that state of blindness. 
Because if you don't see the light, you can't experience what God is saying. Yeah. So he wants you in the dark. And you need to choose not to be in the dark. Not to remain in the dark. I have this Bible called Living Bible. Let me, let me see how it puts it there. You know. I noticed that they have a, um, it's a paraphrase. The difference between a paraphrase and a version is that a paraphrase is not so much accurate on the words. Okay? A paraphrase well, the paraphrase, they try to capture the big picture. And they give you the, 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 the big meaning. Paraphrases are good, like if you want to read a book in, city, in, a, in one city, in a, a book of the Bible, you read a paraphrase, then it gives you the clear picture. But sometimes when you want to study, you know, words, the paraphrases are not really the best. <laughs> but sometimes they just shed a bit of light. Okay. So you, they're not as accurate as translations. Okay. So paraphrase is things like the good news, Bible. Okay. The good news. Uh, NLT. NLT is, is, is a paraphrase. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a paraphrase. You know, it's a paraphrase. Um, what else is a paraphrase? The message. The message is a paraphrase. Okay? A message is a paraphrase. It's not a translation of the Bible. Okay? So just know the difference. But when you talk about translations, you see things like King James, New King James, NIV, ESV. Those are translations, amplified you know, those are translations. All right? So you need to understand the difference as you, as you embark on your journey of discovering the light. <laughs> Hallelujah. So even though this is a paraphrase, let me just read it, okay? In verse 3, it says, If the good news we preach is hidden to anyone, it is hidden from the one who is on the road to eternal death. Shukabaha. <laughs> it says, Satan, who is the god of this evil world, has made him blind, unable to see the glorious light of the gospel that is shining upon him or to understand the amazing message we preach about the glory of Christ, who is God. So, the devil specializes in taking the truth and making it to sound like a lie, or to be, appear like a lie. So, he will lie to you about you. 
He will lie to you about you. Then he will lie to you about God. Do you understand? Then he will lie to you about your brother. And then he will lie to you about your sister. And then he will lie to you about your church. And then he will lie to you about your leaders. And he will lie to you about your situation. Let's look at John chapter 8. In John chapter 8, Jesus was making some serious... Jesus made a serious statement here. You know, he is talking to this... Um, Pharisees, these religious leaders. And, you know, as he's talking to them, they are claiming to be descendants of Abraham. They're claiming to be children of God. And Jesus makes a statement that if, 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 if your pastor made that statement, you'll probably get offended. And uh, look, at what, look at what Jesus said in verse 44. John chapter 8 verse 44. He says, you are of your father, the devil. Eh? How can you make such a statement to bishops? And to huh? to rabbis. It says you have your father the devil. And the desires of your father you want to do. My goodness. He says he was a murderer from the beginning. And does not stand in the truth. Because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources. For he is a liar and the father of it. My goodness. Let me read this in... Um, there's a... There's a... One of this is a paraphrase, even though it's called a translation. That's a misnomer, but you know, the passion translation. Now, the passion translation says in verse, 40, verse 44, it says, You are of the offspring of your father, the devil, and you serve your father very well. Passionately carrying out his desires. He's talking to a religious community. He's talking to leaders. These are the religious leaders. These are the people. These are the bishops. These are the pastors. These are the teachers. And he calls them children of the devil. How would you feel if you came to church and you are called a child of the devil? 
Yeah, that's Jesus for you. Many people think that Jesus was just going around, just stroking people's hair, and then, you know, just calming them and just, you know, hugging them and just, you know, don't worry, it's okay. You'll be fine. <laughs> That's another Jesus, not the one we're reading about. Look at this Jesus. He says, he says, he has been a murderer right from the start. He has been a murderer right from the start. Okay? He never stood with the truth. For he's full of nothing but lies. So when Satan speaks to you, you need to think again about it. Okay? Yeah. It says, lying is his native tongue. So you speak Zulu, Satan speaks lies. You speak uh, Sutu, Satan speaks lies. You speak English, Africana, Satan's own language is lies. That is his language. And that's who you've been believing. You've been believing his opinion about you You've been believing his opinion about your future. This year, you have to be careful who you listen to. Stop listening to nonsense. Yeah, stop listening to nonsense. No, not everybody deserves your attention. Do you understand me? Yes. Not everybody deserves your attention. Amen. Your ears are not for every information. Yes. Say that again, sir. Yeah, it's not for every information. Watch what you listen to. Watch who you listen to. Even if it's a rabbi. Be careful. Because these are, these, are, these are rabbis that Jesus is talking to. So in our today's world, these will be people who have, you know, global ministries. On the TV, maybe. Maybe. I'm just... Yeah. So the fact that they have that position does not mean that what they're saying is right. Maybe, they, they, maybe these are even people that have best-selling books. Am I against anybody? Please. That's not. I celebrate what God is doing through other people. But... Anything that is going to condition you to live a lie, 
You need to be able to see it. You need to be able to see through these things. Yeah. You need to be able to see through these things. Anything that's going to hinder your capacity to walk in the supernatural, see through it. You need to see through it. Because some people give you the impression that, you know, only some special people can work miracles. It's not true. Hallelujah. Wait until your children start working miracles. Then you know that it's too late for anybody to lie to them that they can't do it. Amen? Amen. Yeah. Look at what he says. He is a master of deception and the father of lies. So in other words, he is the originator. That's why God cannot lie. You see, God cannot lie because he is not... Lie is the devil's language. God can't speak the devil's language. That's his native language. God can speak that. He lied to angels in heaven for him to deceive a third of his angels. Can you imagine? Right in heaven, he was able to convince them, lie to them. I wonder what he told them. I mean, give this guy some credit. He's good at his game. So he lied to these angels. These angels turned against God and joined him in rebellion. Right in the, in the midst of heaven. My goodness. What a creature. So now, you are going through a situation. Then he starts lying to you. Then he starts talking to you. When those thoughts start coming, ask yourself, who is this talking? Amen? Learn to ask those kind of questions. Who is this talking? And what I'm telling you is what has helped me to break free from certain restrictions. Certain limitations. Who is this talking? You can break free. You can break free from that. Doesn't matter what it is. You can break free. It doesn't matter how long you have been in that condition. This is your day for a change. Hallelujah. So when he speaks about your children, he's lying. Did you hear me? When he speaks about your tomorrow, he's lying. 
He's always lying. He's always lying. But you, you need to be smart. You need to be wise. You need to be sharp. You need to be able to pick it up quickly and counter it quickly. Quickly. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 16. Because if you are going to transit from the life you are living to the life you are supposed to live, you need to pay attention to what I'm saying. Now, this was after Peter had given the mighty revelation of Christ being the Son of God. And Jesus turned to him and says to him, you are Peter. He says, on, um, he says, on this rock I'll build my church. Not on Peter, but on this rock. Okay? Those of you that think the church was built on Peter. The most unstable person. You can't build a church on such an unstable character. Okay? So that's not the meaning of that. Okay? The church was not built on Peter. It was built on the rock. That's revelation of Christ as king. You know, that's, that's Pastor Sam's definition of rock. Revelation of Christ as king. Yes. Yes. So that's, that, that's it. And, and then Jesus now says, I give you the keys of the kingdom. He said, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth will be loose in heaven. Okay? Then after that, Jesus felt that these guys are now matured. Let me start revealing more things to them. And he started talking about how he was going to die and all of that. <laughs> oh, my. Verse 21. From that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised the third day. Okay? Jesus starts talking to them. Why is he revealing that to them? Because they've come to a point where they have exp they've, 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 they've known certain truths. So this truth now is a foundation that he can build the next level of truth on. And so he begins to reveal that to them. Okay? Look at 22. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from you, Lord. This shall not happen to you. What are you talking? Peter has already pictured how he'll be one of those in the kingdom that Jesus was, has come to establish. You know, he has already imagined his privileged position. You know? I mean, I mean, he, remember he's the one that asked Jesus, we have left everything to follow you. What, what is there for us? You know, so that's to tell you the kind of mind Peter has. What's in it for me? Do you understand? <laughs> Yeah, so, so Peter is now saying, and now he, he's, he has already built this picture in his mind. Then Jesus now says he's going to die. Ah! <laughs> then what happens to this vision? <laughs> hey! He says, no, no, no. Jesus is missing it here. <laughs> you know? 
Uh, yeah, the father that told me that he is the son of God didn't tell me this part. So, so he doesn't want to embarrass Jesus. So he takes Jesus to the side and said, Lord, don't ever say that. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So that should tell you that sometimes there are some things people say out of love for you that are lies. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah, they take you aside. They're advising you. It's a lie. It's a lie. It is the devil's language they are speaking. Yeah, it's the devil's language they are speaking. They took you aside and they, 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 they're giving you counsel. The devil's counsel. I bind that. In the name of Jesus. Every counsel of the devil you have embraced and you have believed, you have held on to from now is shattered in Jesus' name. Amen. And look at what Jesus did. I love Jesus. Jesus turned and said to Peter, <laughs> Notice, I like the Bible. Brutally frank. He said to Peter. He turned and said to who? Peter. To Peter. And look at what he says. Get behind me, Peter. Is that what he said? Get behind me who? Satan. Can you discern Satan's voice? From the voice of the Peter in your life. Can you see Satan speaking through the Peter in your life? Oh, because he gave a powerful revelation a moment ago. Now this one must be powerful as well. Jesus saw through it. He says, get behind me, Satan. He says, you are an offense to me. You are a stumbling block to me. You are, you are a hindrance to me. You're trying to cause me to stumble. You're trying to hinder me from God's will. You're trying to hinder me from my destiny. You're trying to hinder me from entering into God's purpose for my life. You're trying to hinder me from achieving my potential. Get behind me. Get behind me. Every satanic lie that you have believed is broken right now. In the name of Jesus. Every lie you have believed about your situation. Every lie you have believed about your family. Every lie you have believed about your career. Every lie you have believed about your future. Every lie you have believed about your health. Every life you have believed about your mind is destroyed right now. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 
so many times. What the enemy does is that he conditions us. So what he was trying to do to Jesus, he was trying to condition Jesus for disobedience. He's trying to condition Jesus to disobey the will of the Father. You see? He's trying to sow a seed of rebellion into Jesus. He's trying to sow a seed of rebellion. And that's how many times what he does is that he sows seeds of pain. He sows seeds of affliction. He sows seeds of rebellion. He sows seeds of failure. He sows seeds of slavery. He sows seeds of bondage. But it's through words. That's why I said be careful who you listen to. Amen? Amen? There are people I respect highly. And I've been a blessing to my life. But there are moments they speak and I say, mm, 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 no. This is not. How to be able to discern it? Yeah, how to discern it? If what I'm saying is going to enslave you, don't take it. Don't receive it. Please. I beg you. Don't. Not because I'm saying it. Then you know, oh, yeah. No. Prove all things. Do you understand me? Yeah. Put it to test. The truth is not afraid of being scrutinized. Yeah. The truth can stand every test. In every context, it doesn't matter. If it, is, if, it is, if, if it is going to change when you get to Zambia, then it's not the truth. Do you understand me? So far as you are on this planet, the truth won't change. Yeah. So if whatever it is you have believed, We'll only walk in South Africa. But when you get to Europe, it changes. That means what you believed was not the truth. Because the truth is the truth everywhere. Amen. It's the truth everywhere. So if you are going to transit into the things we're declaring, it is important that you master this area that I'm talking about. Because it will help you. Okay? You see, okay. Now, am I saying that everything you have chosen to do is the right thing? No, that's not what I'm saying. Because sometimes you need to be restrained from doing the wrong things. But you need to be able to know when it has to do with your potential. When it has to do with God's purpose for your life. When it has to do with God's plan. Do you understand? It's like when God called us to this land. And 
We submitted it to the authority, to our oversight. Said no. And this is not God. But I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that this was God. Why? Visions. Um, we're not led by visions, but visions are part of how God speaks. When you have several visions about something, and then your spirit is bearing witness, and then now God begins to confirm. Huh? God begins, begins to confirm. And then you start losing your peace. And God now starts saying, until you do that, you won't have any peace. Yeah. And God said to, God, God said to me, what else? Pray. He says, I fasted, fasted for 14 days without food. Trying to hear God. Saying, God... There's something wrong. Why, 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 why are things like this? What was, and I was fasting for. First of, in fact, it's not just 14 days. I had been fasting. I had fasted for uh, 30 days before then, breaking every evening. And God was not speaking. Then I decided, ah, if this one, <laughs> no more food. So I stopped eating. Just drinking water. 14 days. And God was silent. Hey. I said, no, this is not, this is not normal. Then I went to visit Pastor Sam. I said, I told my wife, I said, I want to go and visit the prophet, you know. <laughs> you need to know who the prophet is in your life. Not everybody is prophet to me. So I went to him and I told him, Look, I've been fasting, praying, seeking God. He said to me, how long have you been fasting? No. I said, it's been 14 days. Today is 14 days. Do you know what he said? Go and break your fast before you die. <laughs> he said, God has spoken. He is not going to speak again. Go back to what he told you. Ah. What kind of discipleship is that? As prophetic discipleship. So I went home. I went to my study and I fell on the floor. I went on the floor and I started crying. I said, God, please, when did you speak to me? Because now I'm confused. When? When did you speak to me and what did you... was there as I was crying. I said, have mercy on me, please, Lord. Be merciful to me. I don't want to die because, you know, of disobedience. It was then I opened my jotter, my journal, and I saw the first vision. Come over to South Africa and help us. Ah, I had forgotten. In my own handwriting. Can you imagine? That's why it's good to write your experiences. Then another one. I saw myself 
I was busy writing a book. And then a man stood behind me and said, that book you are writing, publish it in South Africa. So, it was then God started speaking. He says, unless you go to South Africa, you will never be fulfilled in your life. Then I spoke to my wife. I said, this is what... My wife said, but I've been waiting for you. (laughs) Ha! He said, God told me since I've been waiting for you to hear. Sure. May you have people in your life that will help you not to go off. Many people make decisions by looking at natural conditions. Many people make decisions because of hearsay. They just follow popular opinions. It's not about that. If we were to follow popular opinions, do you know what? We were supposed to go and pastor a church in Miami. That's what they were preparing us for. And God said, no, not Miami. South Africa. So some people think we are looking for greener pastures. No, that's not why we're here. We're not looking. We're not here. This is not the greener pasture. You, you don't understand. You don't understand. This is not greener pasture. Huh? You, you, you need. You need. Yeah. Yeah. This is the will of God. Hallelujah. And that's why what we came here is just about to begin. What we came here for, it's about to begin. Hallelujah. It hasn't started yet. You're going to see amazing stuff. Mind-blowing stuff. Hallelujah. Unimaginable stuff. You will see it. And you will be a partaker of it. You will be a part of it. You are going to walk in it. You will experience it. It will be your reality. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you ready to transition from lies to truth? Hallelujah. Transition from lies. Every lie you have believed. Strip strip yourself of every lie that you have believed. They say you cannot because of this, because of that. It's a lie. Do you understand me? It is a lie. It's telling a lie. Even the system of this world is a lie. You can't put your faith in that. Don't put your trust in their system. He's the God of this world. The systems of the world were engineered to restrict you. They were engineered to keep you in debt. They were engineered to keep you sick. They were engineered to keep you under servitude. And you must break that. Break it over your mind. In the name of Jesus. Your reality doesn't have to be the same as everybody else's. Doesn't have to be. 
you can lead multitudes to Christ without any ordination from man. Do you understand me? You don't, you don't have to be called to be an evangelist to bring multitudes to Christ. You can do it. Because the greater evangelist is inside you. Hallelujah. You can prophesy without being a prophet. Why? Because you have the chief prophet himself inside you. Hallelujah. That's why every one of you must work in the supernatural. You need to work miracles. Hallelujah. You need to start a small group. You need to start building people. Start discipling people. And teach them what you know. Show them how to serve God. How to do the supernatural. Show them how to do unimaginable things. Because you will do it. You're going to do it. You are a sign and a wonder to your family. Your family is blessed to have you. I'm telling you. You're one of those God will use to take your family out of oblivion into blessing and prominence into the light God will use you to take your family out of darkness into light to break the chains that have held captive your family the chains that have held them over decades generations of bondage will break because of you hallelujah you will break every record you will break every barrier hallelujah you will break them in the name of Jesus by reason of the power of God's word and working your life I defy every restriction every lie you have believed I strip your life of every lie right now in the name of Jesus Everyone that has been a source of lies to your life, I shut them out of your life right now in the name of Jesus. Everyone that has been lying to you and you have been believing them, it's time to stop in the name of Jesus. You're not going to be manipulated into slavery. You're not going to be manipulated into pain. You're not going to be manipulated into servitude. Not anymore. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Hallelujah. You will achieve things nobody ever believed you could achieve. Against all odds. With all the hordes of hell around you. They will not be able to stop you. They will not be able to stop you. You don't even need the conditions to be made conducive. You will create conditions. Hallelujah. In the midst, in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of the restrictions, in the midst of the limitations, we are going to break free. Hallelujah. I see this church breaking free. Breaking free from every restriction. Breaking free from every limitation. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, our time is up. Hallelujah. Let's talk. Let's stand up and pray. Come on. Talk to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Whoever the Son sets free is free indeed. I declare you free. 
I declare you free, free from slavery, free from chains. Let chains fall. Yes, every, every veil that has blinded your eye right now, command to be removed in the name of Jesus. Be, begin to gain sight. Begin to gain sight. Begin to see clearly. Hallelujah. Begin to see clearly. Your future is bright. It's brighter. Brighter than you can imagine. Your future is brighter than the sun. It's brighter than the sun. Hallelujah. Because the one who made the sun is inside you. Thank you, Lord. We will do the impossible. We will do the unimaginable. I have a promise that I'm standing on. And I won't stop till I see what the Lord has promised me. We're going to see it. Hallelujah. We're going to see God's promises manifest before our eyes. Before our eyes. We're going to see it. We're going to see it. We're going to see it. Hallelujah. You're going to start operating from a different realm. No more earthly, but heavenly. Hallelujah. Do you know years ago, years ago we were fasting, we were praying. We were praying. We were still in Divina. We were praying, praying to operate from a heavenly dimension. And as we were praying, my wife had a vision, if you remember that where there were a few people on earth that were called someone before the father and she was one of those there were a few of them standing before him and right there she was saying to him what about what about my brothers and sisters what about the rest of my brethren what about the rest of the church you know what the father said to her he says because you have been here you can take it to them. You remember? Hallelujah. Glory to God. So I'm telling you, there are things we have touched in the spirit. Do you understand me? There are things we have handled in the spirit. It's time to start bringing them into manifestation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Turn to someone and say, your life is changing right now. Hallelujah. Amen. You are transitioning from a normal, ordinary life into a supernatural life. Amen. You are, you, you are becoming a supernatural being. Come on, tell somebody. Tell somebody. You are becoming a supernatural being. Okay, tell somebody. I have become a supernatural being. I have become a supernatural being. And I'm no longer ordinary. I'm extraordinary. I'm no longer ordinary. I am extraordinary. Come on, hit your chest and say, I am extraordinary. Yes. Stop using natural logic to explain your situation. You are above that. Hallelujah. Miracles are real. Lord, I thank you. If the word that I shared with your people is the truth, Lord, I ask that you confirm it 
confirm it in every life, everyone listening to me. In the name of Jesus, mighty God, I thank you. I give you praise and I give you glory. Let limitations, let financial limitations be, be overcome. Hallelujah. Let educational limitations be overcome in the name of Jesus. Let material limitations be overcome in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let physical limitations be overcome in the name of Jesus. Let social limitations be overcome in the name of Jesus. Let relational limitations be overcome in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Lord, I declare these people unstoppable. I declare them unstoppable. I declare that no force, not, no power, no power on earth will stop them. I release that power. Oh God, for the unimaginable over their lives, defying all odds, breaking limits, breaking barriers, your business is breaking barriers. Hallelujah. You are ascending to heights that are unimaginable. Nobody has imagined that someone from your background could attain such a level. Hallelujah. Nobody can imagine that someone with your limited education can have such exposure such elevation I release it over your life in the name of Jesus declare it over you every lie you have believed you are free from them I announce your freedom from every limiting lies every thinking pattern that has told you over the years and restricted you from now they are broken in Jesus name thank you Lord we give you praise hallelujah Glory. now before we go let's just pray if you are here and you're not born again I want to pray for you if you raise your hand I'll pray for you or maybe you drifted away or you won't say I want to make a fresh start just raise that hand and I'll pray for you. Anybody? Anybody? God bless you, ma'am. Anybody else? Yes, the supernatural power of God is here. I see that hand. Is there any other hand? Any other? All right. Well, I'm going to pray for you now. And those watching online also, you want to pray? Just repeat this after me. Mean it with your whole heart. Say, dear God. I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that he's my Lord. He's my master. He's my savior. I receive him into my life, into my heart right now. Jesus, break every barrier. Break every limitation. Break every chain.
in my life. Break every restriction in my life. Every unlawful restriction is broken from this moment. I will serve you. I will live for you. I will glorify you. I will please you. I will advance your kingdom. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Father, I pray for these people, those ones who pray this prayer. Lord, I ask, let your kingdom come in their lives. Breaking every barrier. Nothing can cage your kingdom. Nothing can limit your kingdom. Nothing can stop your kingdom. Hallelujah. There's no kingdom that is more powerful than your kingdom. And therefore, I release that over their lives. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Now, if you pray that prayer, I want you to, if you pray that prayer and you really, um, you really want to take the next step. In fact, we want to guide you in the next step. Okay? Uh, don't just leave. Ma'am, there's somebody that's going to attend to you. And those online, please contact us. We want to be in touch with you. We want to hear from you, guide you, and give you um, the next steps to take. All right? God bless you real good, church. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.